Hello and welcome to Friends of the Show, podcast hosted by me, Stephen W. Skinner. This week we have Travis, uh, Professor Hinkley, as it were, at Prof underscore Hinkley on Twitter. Um, yeah, we get down to it, talk about vasectomies, talk about almost outrunning the cops, and we answer questions submitted by people on Twitter. Um, it's one of the fun episodes, so please enjoy episode number three with Travis. Don't mistake activity for achievement, John Wooden. Welcome to episode three, the third episode of Friends of the Show podcast. Today I'm here with my guest, Travis, at prof underscore Hinkley on Twitter. Travis, welcome. Thank you for having me. Without a doubt, one of the most interesting people that I know online. So we'll get to some Uh, of uh, that. Heart emoji. (laughs) Yeah, heart emoji to you too, Travis. So we'll get into some of your antics later, but... um, you sent me a few uh, stories that you have. I asked the, people, the guests on the show to provide stories, and you gave me a bunch of different options, and I couldn't choose. So I think we're going to dive right into it and get going with some of these stories. Um, the first story, entitled Vasectomy. <laughs> Just right there. It's already off to a good start, right? <laughs> yeah, I love it. Okay, so... We had both of our kids, and we decided we were done with that, and so I set up an appointment for this procedure, and um, I'm, in the, uh, I'm in the biotech industry. I make medical devices, so I know a little bit about medicine, and, and, and these things don't always, aren't always successful. Sometimes they spontaneously undo themselves, and you, um, you end up not uh, vasectomized, I guess. Oh. So I, I go in, and you're awake. It's not an operating room. You're awake, and it's just local anesthetic. It's just a so day, I'm, I'm, day procedure. Yeah, not not good. Outpatient. Uh, I'm sorry? It's outpatient procedure, right? Is that what they call oh, it? Yeah. Yes, outpatient. As quickly as they can get you out, they want you out. <laughs> so I'm sitting in kind of a weird chair. I guess it would be like you'd find it in an OBGYN. Um, and he's doing his procedure. And I've got nothing to do. I'm just sitting there on the table. And it's uncomfortable because you can feel a little bit. Um, so I just start making chit-chat with the guy, right? And... Um, <laughs> He's he's doing his his work, and I said, "Oh, you know these how many how many of these do you have to reverse?" And he says, "You know, a lot um, of people get them, and then they have them have them undone later on to have more kids with their next wife." And I said, "How many of them um, don't take?" And he had a really heavy accent, and um, and he goes, "Oh, it's a not a hundred percent. So if your wife gets pregnant, don't shoot her right away, and just." It was the funniest thing I'd ever heard because he's like, don't not shoot her. Just don't shoot her until you confirm that it's not your kid. And uh, and it was all I could do to stay on the table and and keep from rolling off. It was just so hilarious. It's just vasectomy humor. I bet he's told that one before. (laughs) I don't know. It kind of rolled off his tongue. So he probably had that one lined up. Yeah, he's got some uh, go-tos. It was good advice. Just don't – you can shoot her. Just make sure that you're not the dad first. Wow, I didn't realize that the rates were so high on that. Of of rever- well, of having oh, it reversed it, on yeah. purpose, the rates no. are high. But of it not working at all, because that would be you know the rates the rates of of not working at all are pretty low. 
a lot of people come back on purpose and have them undone so that they can have kids again later in life. Yeah, divorced. Right. But yes, yeah, so having to sit still while he's cracking me up was was not a pleasant experience. But because you can't, you you don't want to be moving around a lot. No, and it all went well for you. All the it, it went well. Yep. Nice. So you, yeah. So you still haven't you haven't slipped one past the goalie since? No, no, no. And the only thing I can think of that would be worse than a vasectomy is two vasectomies. <laughs> right. But so I'm really happy that it took. What about three vasectomies? Like you get a vasectomy and then you get a reverse to have more kids and then you have a couple more kids and then you have another vasectomy. No, no thanks. I would I would adopt a kid first. <laughs> Before you get that reversal? Yeah. Well, I'm glad it worked out for you and I'm glad uh, that you made it through the procedure unscathed. Um, <laughs> yeah. A little bit scathed, I guess. A little tiny bit scathed, but nothing that... Wasn't intended. Yeah, a little scathed that you asked for. You asked to be a little bit scathed. Yep. Okay. I'm realizing how difficult it is to tell these stories without hand gestures. No, you can do the hand gestures. We just can't see them. Understood. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, great first story. I think that really sets the tone (laughs) for the next uh, little while. Um, So the next story is entitled... Getting my car intentionally run into by crazy lady at school. <laughs> okay, that was I was in college and I was driving into the school parking lot, and it was class time, so there's a lot of people trying to get into the parking lot, and you know the couple first levels are full, so we're all kind of going around in a in a line, and the lady in front of me, she was in a jeep and I was in a small sedan. She goes past one of the aisles. And then realizes that there was a spot down the aisle that she wanted to be in. So she puts on her reverse lights. But by then I had pulled up, you know, we're in a, in a line of cars. So I'm right behind her and I would pulled up. She'd pulled too far to make the turn. And I was right behind her. She wanted to back up. So she puts her reverse lights on and I had nowhere to go because somebody was behind me. Somebody was behind them. It was, it was just not going to happen. And, um, she waited for a couple minutes like that and then decided that I wasn't moving. So she was going to take matters in her own hands and just runs into my car, pushes my car out of the way, pushes my car backwards oh. and then, and then goes down the aisle. And, um, and I thought that was the, I've never seen anything like that. So I pull into the aisle behind her to, and so she pulls into the spot that she was eyeing and I pull in behind her, but in like the, the the road part not a parking space and i'm gonna get i'm gonna exchange information in case my car is damaged or whatever and as soon as i pull in behind her she puts in reverse jams out of the spot and t-bones me right in the side of my car what it was nuts (laughs) it was crazy and she's obviously a student i mean i i I, it's not like you know a I was in a mental hospital parking lot it was a school it was a university so then what i did was it was I didn't know what else to do. I pulled, I moved my car to kind of, she pulled back into the spot. I boxed her in, just like parked right as close as I could behind her, got out of my car, locked the doors and walked away so that at least (laughs) she was trapped. And I I went and I called the campus police um, who happens, their office, the police department office is in that parking structure. So they were there in like a minute. Um, And the, the cop pulls up and he gets out of his car and, 
um, she jumps out of her car all all pissed off, and he says, "He says, what happened? Did you did you hit this guy?" And she says, "Yeah, of course I hit him. He was in my way. What was I gonna do?" <laughs> and, <he's, laughs> and they're like, "Good point. You're free to go." Yeah, he just looks at me like, "Dude, this Buddy. is <laughs> this is open and shut case." She just admitted that she ran into you on purpose. Call, and she had great insurance too. I don't know what her problem was, but uh, just they paid for day. it. I got a rental car. It was just the she was having a bad day or something, and. I was on the, my end of it. It was interesting. Wow, that's those those are crazy. The those car p- parking lots can make people crazy though too, right? I, I mean, guess, but uh, what I couldn't get over is she she was a student at a university. What those people typically are rational. Yeah, yeah. But uh, more or less. <laughs> or Not drivers or, though. Or maybe it was around finals and she was out of her mind. I mean, it could have been. Maybe she, yeah, pulled an all-nighter. She was studying all night, late for her exam. Couldn't find, could be. couldn't find a spot. Been driving around. Then all of a sudden, this goofball pulls up right behind her. She's trying to just get into a spot. And how what? dare I? <laughs> yeah. And what? What? You can't back up. You can't put your reverse on. And the guy behind you puts his reverse on. Guy behind him puts his reverse on, and so on and so it forth. Will make everybody back out of the parking <laughs> lot so she can get her spot. That uh, you're right. What was I thinking? Yeah. I'm going to go apologize to her. I'm going to find her. <laughs> you need to make this right. <laughs> oh, well, that's two two pretty good stories so far. Two good tales. And then we're getting a good, um, good well-rounded uh, view of you as a person yes. outside of Twitter. Yeah. Um, so the next story, we have two more <laughs> awesome stories coming up. The next story is called Trying to Outrun the Sheriff on Motorcycle. <laughs> Yeah, that was an interesting one. Um, I was, I had a motorcycle that I bought, and it was my first motorcycle, and I didn't bother to ever register it. It was out of state, and um, I was at a left turn line. I don't know if you ride a motorcycle, and you at least from your tweets ride a moped. <laughs> I have, I have ridden <laughs> a moped. I'm Let's say that okay. both my parents are bikers. So shout out to okay. Bill and I. Okay, so I'm on this motorcycle, and I'm I'm at a stoplight waiting to turn left, but the lights don't always detect you if you're on a motorcycle. You're too, there's not enough mass there. So I'm waiting for this light to turn red or turn green. Uh, A sheriff pulls up behind me and just kind of sits there for a little bit. And I'm thinking, you know, I've got, I'm on this unregistered bike with out of state plates. This is not going to be good. Right. And they kind of creep around me and then they blow through the left red light and they make the left that I was trying to make, but they are obviously allowed to go through the red light. So they just did that. (laughs) And, um, and I'm thinking they had, they have to be suspicious of me something. So I watch and they go down the road. There's a center divider. They go down the road a little bit. And then I, I don't know if they, between me and their figured out something start to turn around. They make a U-turn. I can see them down the road. And I think, well, they're just, they're coming for me and I'm busted for, you know, having this motorcycle that I paid cash for. I have no record of the sale. Um, so they're coming back towards me and I'm at, this is an, an enduro motorcycle, which can do, um, street and off-road. Okay. And I'm, I'm near the foothills. I'm like a block away from sort of like the, the deserty foothills of Southern California. And, um, and I think, well, I'm just going to go for it. I can go off road on this motorcycle. They can't, and I'm just going to get away. So I, I gun the, the motorcycle and I go through the light, through the red light and I'm making a break for these Hills. And, um, the motorcycle only did like 30 miles an hour tops. It was a 252 oh, stroke. I was um, thinking it's some and, sort of super bike. 
and you're just going to be gone. Yeah, and I was on no such thing. I probably could have run faster than this. It was more so about I'm, the going uh, off-road. Yeah, I get maybe a quarter of a block, and they're just right behind me immediately. <laughs> and it's just, I it was just, what, what was I thinking? Now I'm in even more trouble because I've not only am I on this bike, I've I've run a red light. I'm trying to run from the police. Um, none of this can be good, right? No. So they pull me over, and and I'm I'm had. I can't I can't do anymore. So I just I pull over. He grabs my license, and I think, okay, I'm. What am I going to jail for? All these things. Um, that who knows if the bike was even stolen. I paid cash for it from some guy, and um, lo and behold, this is this is before I think everything was hooked into the internet. It was like <laughs> maybe 90, 95, 96, which Ooh, I think was my just saving under grace. The wire. Well, I think that they, given that it was an out-of-state plate, it was a Texas plate, There, was, it was late at night. There was probably no way that they could confirm anything about my registration in Texas, which I think probably saved me. And so he comes back from his car, and the only thing he said is, you don't have a license to ride a motorcycle. Um, you're, I, I don't want to see you on this bike again until you have a license. <laughs> oh, man. And I was like, really? That just happened? Okay. And he says, oh, and then he goes even further. He says, it's probably not a good idea to leave your bike here because it could get stolen. It's probably unsafe. So if you want, you can walk it wherever you're going, but I just don't want to see you riding it again. And, um, <laughs> and I was, I don't know what I think I used my guardian angels skills to the, to the fullest that time. So I walked my bike maybe a couple blocks back to where I was going. And then I just said, screw it and started it up and took off. You got away. Got away. You did it. Well, I didn't get away. I got caught, but but he uh, <laughs> he didn't bust me for anything. Well, that's pretty good. I would have loved to see you get off the get off road and see where you could have oh. gone. I well, I don't even know. I didn't have a plan. I didn't know any of the trails back there. I didn't even know if there were trails. All I knew was that there was dirt, and I could probably get farther on dirt than they could. I mean, yeah, the the it's sound thinking. I think. Under, under pressure <laughs> part of it <laughs> you thought you were already busted because they were doing a u-turn so like what do you have to lose there <laughs> well racking up more offenses it would have been yeah at least one extra offense maybe two <laughs> maybe a serious extra offense but i think i think it was uh, it worked out for the best yet again you come out unscathed yeah i think what happened was they assumed that i had the green light when they saw me go through it because if they had seen me if they had right. recognized that i went through the red light mm -hmm. they were perpendicular to me if they had recognized that i had gone through the red light then they would have probably connected the dots that i was trying to run from them i'm thinking that maybe they just they saw me go and assumed that my light turned and that i was a, a complying with the law <laughs> yeah well uh you got away yet again yeah <laughs> okay so that, you that did it fun. now you're still free to this day yes Okay, um, so we'll wrap up story time with uh, a nice little story um, about your family. This is called Meeting My Wife and Having Both Kids Born During the Song Days Go By. Yes, that was that's a fun that's a cool one for me. I don't know if anybody else will enjoy it, but it's kind of neat. The, when I met my wife, um, it was it was with a group of friends. We had we had rented a hotel room in San Francisco. We were going to go to a concert, and I come into the room. They were already there, kind of you know hanging out, getting ready and stuff. And the TV was on MTV, and that uh, do you know that the song "Days Go By" by Dirty Vegas? 
Mm, hum it for me. No. <laughs> no, actually, I don't. <laughs> uh, I don't think I okay. can recall that one. Okay, we can look it up. Or you can look it up later. It's uh, Days Go By by Dirty Vegas. Um, the video was on MTV when I walked into the room and met my wife. And it was um, it's kind of a cool song about a guy who I don't know if he if he if he had a he had a significant other a girlfriend a wife and she died or she like left permanently and it was this tribute to her he would come back to the same spot and kind of break dance every year on an anniversary it was a cool video cool song um, and we liked it so it was you know one of the things that was in our normal rotation <clears throat> after that and when our first daughter was born. We had the iPod with us in the hospital, just with our playlist set on random. And that song comes on right when she was delivering our first daughter. And we thought that that was kind of cool. Like that song was playing when we met and our daughter was just born when that song came on. Granted, it was on our playlist, but it was, you know, on random and, you know, out of 300 songs, it's interesting that that one was on. Yeah. <clears throat> cool. Quincy. Yep. Then... We're in labor. Fast forward several years where she's in labor with our second daughter, you know, getting it's almost time to deliver the baby. And um, and then that song comes on the podcast. <laughs> and I remember I just we looked at each other like you're this is not happening. You're kidding. And I, I remember telling her I just grabbed her hand and I was like, you do not have to have the baby right now. And um, and it you know, we kind of laughed about it, but it. We ended up, she ended up delivering the baby while the song was still playing. Wow. So we met and both of our kids were born while that song was playing. That is a pretty crazy coincidence. I mean, I think it's a pretty crazy coincidence. It is. You know, it's not like it was the rate. The radio would have been better. But even though it was our playlist, you know, we have a lot of songs in there for that particular one to be playing was really interesting to me. Yeah, especially how long it takes. Like, I don't know how long she was in labor for, but it's not a quick process, right? By any means. No, it's no, not, it's not a quick. Yeah, I haven't done that, but it's I've been peripherally involved, <laughs> and it never, <laughs> it never happens quickly. You know people who have been born. I do, I do. Okay. I know, I know um, some uh, some mothers and some babies. Nice. Shout out to Lizzie and uh, Baby Reese, who was born last week. Or All right. Two weeks ago. Um, great. So that was a nice, heartwarming heartwarming tale to wrap it up uh all the the stories so thanks for sharing all the stories you are welcome all right now you know that's all there is to tell there's that's absolutely it. nothing more to me than that <laughs> now we know everything <laughs> um okay so let's get into the twitter twitter talk um so how long have you been on twitter why'd you start tweeting jokes what's been your experience etc okay how long uh i've been on twitter a long time but not tweeting jokes i got on it because i think they were giving out information through the um through through the twitter uh, so and more, so more i got on tip. a couple of years later that i started tweeting i was on a uh, i've always liked to tell jokes and didn't really have an audience for it um except for my family and they, can only they didn't so really much. appreciate i get it <laughs> so they didn't really appreciate all my jokes yeah so um, and I would, I would say some funny things on, on Facebook, but my family follows me there, including my mom and dad. And there were just jokes that I didn't want to tell on Facebook and didn't really have another audience for. Um, so I started telling them on Twitter and at first friends followed me and then, you know how it goes. There's the one person who finds all your funny stuff and retweets it. And, um, it kind of went from there, but I think 
that all started, I want to say, early 2014. So three or so years ago. Yeah, three or so years ago. Cool. So um, it's hard to tell exactly because my original account has been burned. Burned to the ground? Burned to the ground. Deactivated? I deactivated and I left it for the 30 days and it, it lapsed. Everything is gone. So it's all gone. Everything is gone. Yep. Well, except, you know what? I might be able to find the exact date on fa- on fa- on the old Favstar. Oh, yes. Use, they keep your that old, stuff. Um, yeah, if you use your old handle, you can search. With an underscore. Are you, you're, I'll look it up. Are, you're searching right now? Yeah, but I'm not going to. Don't, don't hold up for me. Okay, yeah, sure. Um, yeah, Favstar. You say Favstar? <laughs> I, I say, I think it might really be Favstar, but yeah. I like the way Favstar sounds better. I don't know why. Favstar. That's how the cool kids say it. But yeah, I say Favstar because <laughs> they used to be favorites and it used to be a star. I know. Now it's, uh, now it's Heartstar. It should be, should be Heartstar. It's more like Heartlike. I'll have to talk to, uh, Tim, the creator of Favstar. Oh yeah, have you ever interacted with that guy? Yeah, a couple times. Tim Haynes. Tim is that Haynes, who, I think yeah, is. yeah, yeah. Someone, yeah, someone he, told me about him, and uh, and then I saw he liked one of my tweets once. So I'm like, all right, woohoo, we did it. <laughs> he, he gave me, he gave me a trophy one time, and I was like, how much is this trophy really worth? You could probably <laughs> give out a million of these a day because you own the thing. Yeah, yeah, he could give out unlimited trophies. He's probably yeah. one of the guys who's got that. Yeah, exactly. All right, so I think we first met uh, in an old DM room. Is that? Do you remember that? Were we in an old DM room together? Who? Well, yeah. I mean, we're still in one today. I don't know if it's the same one, but um, I think we it's had we, a version of one of like it. We had, yeah. I agree. Okay, oh yes. I just wasn't. We sure didn't if you meet. We followed where each other, we met. Before, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, yeah, good. So that's how we. That's how we know each other. That's how we hooked up. That's how yeah. How we got. Uh, that's how we got close. Oh yeah. So um, you really get to know people in DMs. Yeah, you really do. I think that's sort of what I'm getting at with uh, in each of the episode. Uh, in each of the episodes so far, we've talked about um, how the people in the DM rooms really it's like the back back channels of Twitter with the you know secret underground connections that you don't normally see, but hive of activity back there in all those rooms. Yep. It's crazy. If you're not in any DM rooms, get in some. Well, and if you're playing, if you're truly playing a character out in, you know, in Twitter proper, right. um, people may not know who you are for real inside. I mean, I kind of am, I think I'm similar in my, in my tweets and my replies to the way I am in, in DM rooms, but not everybody is. Yes. A lot of people so have get- sort of, um, I guess it's an avatar, right? Yeah, an avatar and a kind of a character that they're playing. Yeah. Some people do, and they are a cartoon picture of something, and yeah. some people are just people. Like that like that Todd Williams guy. I don't believe he's a real person. <laughs> oh, timestamp. When the first Todd, the Todd Williams reference. <laughs> yeah, shout out to the Todd Williams. <laughs> it was great. Shout out to the Todd Williams. Yeah. Um, he he co-hosted your Beyond the 140 podcast. You were just a guest on Dell Freaky's podcast, Beyond the 140. Everyone go check it out at bt140.com. Yeah. Um, Todd, Todd was relatively well-behaved for that. Yeah, I thought you guys did a, did a great job. 
some fun, yeah, thank some you. fun back and forths, some witty repartee. Oh yeah. Um, that's what you guys are known for. Uh, yeah, I love being in the DM with you guys when you get going. Start <laughs> razzing each other. Do you have any alt accounts that you wouldn't mind discussing? I don't know if you do. I'm just asking everybody. I do. It's actually the one that um, the one that I deleted. I revived once the handle became available, and um, and I still have it. And I use it when I kind of want to lay low. Sometimes I'll. Most of the time, I don't tweet with it. I just use it for DMs when I want to give Hinkley a break. Um, it's at red the one, red the one, um, but the one is the number one. Right. Yes. And that's your alt account, right? That's my alt account. It's the Travis After Dark. Yes. Or something. It's Travis with a seven is my uh, my my name on that one. A little bit more anonymous, a little bit more sneaky. Oh yeah. So that's what you use to just sort of yeah give it give Hinkley a break, um, and you just do you follow a bunch of the same people or most of the same people or less? I follow fewer people there, but the same. The same people, same, same group. Same general crew. Yeah, and so I'm just can... not disciplined about who I follow there because I'm on it so so infrequently. Right. So don't get upset if I don't follow you. Um, but if I do follow you and you don't follow me back, go fuck yourself. Telling it like it is on the podcast. On the cast. Welcome to the cast. Okay, uh, I just like doing that voice. Um, so I was going to talk about engagement, like what kind of things you do to uh, engage with your followers, but I think we're going to get into that in a little bit. That's <laughs> what we call we a tease. I asked I asked um, Jess and Danny, your number, you're the third guest, um, about trolls, trolling. Um, have you ever been trolled? Or I know you troll a little bit, but just like light, light trolling. Um, I do I do like trolling and I troll people who um, should understand what I'm doing and know that I'm not that it's not real trolling. Um, I've never been trolled. Good. That's great. You did. Yeah. It. You got away. But I think I mean, Danny mentioned this uh, in his answer. It's like uh, you're, you're in my demographic tends to not be the focus of trolls. Right. Looking more at the female perhaps user base. I, I've heard a lot. Unfortunately, um, I have heard a lot more um, women who I follow. I've heard of it a lot more trolling from the women that, that I know on Twitter than the men. And it's unfortunate. And I just want to say, guys, cut it out. Yeah. Knock it the fuck off. Troll <laughs> me, man. Yeah. Troll, troll Hinkley, troll Travis you know over there. Troll Todd Williams. <laughs> troll. Tr- yeah. At the Todd Williams. Yep. Trolls, direct, go, go ahead. Go nuts. Yep, direct leave, all your trolling needs there. Yeah, leave leave our lady friends alone. Get get a life. Yeah, I think it's I think that's bullshit. I um I've been kind of fake trolled by a couple people. There's one <laughs> there's one account called um like a police chief. And I don't know, I'm assuming that the you know, and they they'll sometimes chime in with with something a response to my to my tweets that could be construed as a as trolling. But I honestly think that they are alt accounts of people that I know, or at least they're harmless. Right, all in good fun or like yeah. friendly, friendly, fun poking. Yep. Okay, well that's good. Uh, 
so trolls cut it out unless it's light trolling and then it's fun yeah or friendly trolling yeah <clears throat> all right so let's get into these tweets so I've, <laughs> I've asked you to send me some of your favorite tweets from the professor hinkley account at prof underscore hinkley on twitter so the three that you've submitted are obviously some of my favorite tweets of all time. They're <laughs> the best. Awesome. Uh, and so I will read the first one and we'll we'll talk about it. So, okay. <clears throat> ladies and gentlemen, this is Captain Jones and I'll be your pilot today. And uh, damn, that's a lot of buttons. That's a lot of fucking buttons. <laughs> I love that's awesome hearing it read. If I had to pick one to turn into a, a to to have read, it would be that one. Yeah, that's just that's definitely my favorite uh, of one of your tweets, and you picked it first. Uh, great job, made me cool. LOL several times. Every time I read it, just it's great. I uh, it's one of the ones where I joke. It's I joke with my cousin about it, so we have a little inside joke. <laughs> he uh, he actually wanted me to ask you about the buttons. <laughs> about the buttons? Yeah, he's like, ask him about the buttons. <laughs> <laughs> well, there if you if we've got time, there is a little tiny story to that one. Go it, go for it. We watch a show called Deadliest Catch. It's a uh, it's a reality show about crab fishing in the Bering Sea, which is off of Alaska. I don't know if you've ever caught it. I've seen um, uh, scenes. Okay, it's pretty dangerous work. It was an inter- it's an interesting show. Like when it's really late at night and we don't want to, you know, use our brains that much. We just kind of flick it on and 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 tune out, catch an episode. Yeah. Um, and one night I was super high. I was really I had just gotten ripped for whatever reason, and we're watching it and. Um, and I see there's like a rescue. Somebody falls overboard and the Coast Guard comes out to rescue the person um, in the helicopter. And they're showing the, the first person perspective from the helicopter pilot. And it's just this instrument, crazy instrument panel. And I, I remember thinking, wouldn't that be hilarious if somebody got in and was supposed to be able to fly this thing and was just intimidated by all the buttons? <laughs> yeah. Just no idea. But yep. the, the, but the shock of the, but all those buttons. Yep, and that was one of the that was one of the tweets where I had to get up, and I remembered in the next morning I I woke up and I remembered writing something that I was excited about, but I couldn't remember what it was, so I had to go reread it. And the first the panic of oh my god, does it have any retweets and are there any um, spelling errors in there because I was that ripped. Right. Well, I'm glad that you did, and I'm glad that you were that ripped <laughs> because <laughs> it's one it of the doesn't best. happen all the time, but uh, once in a while. But on four twelve p.m. March twelfth, two thousand fifteen. That's that's it, right. That's when it happened. Yeah. Oh wait, wait. One twelve p.m. No, four twelve. Oh, you know why? Yeah. This is from my old account, and I redid it on March twelfth. 2015 oh, so this is a redo so we won't even know the true stats on this we don't unless we go to the the fab star um vault <laughs> we'll ask uh, tim haynes let us in yeah <laughs> tim if you're listening let us in tim come on buddy uh, okay so first tweet amazing uh so the next tweet <clears throat> uh, another professor hinkley classic I hope my liberal use of made-up words doesn't make you discomfortable. <laughs> oh, man, I love that one. You know, the, the reason I pick these ones is because I like them as much as anybody, and I never get tired of these ones. 
That's it. That's that's exactly what I'm looking for. Ones yeah. ones that you yourself are still proud of uh, to yeah. this day. Because well, no, we all tweet things that you know they get a few likes, but you know you really just said did it to do it. <laughs> but, but some yeah, of like them. The word, the word "discomfortable" pop, popped into my head, and I thought, wouldn't that be funny if? Uh, so I ended up putting that one together. But you know, none of these take very long. It, it sucks because the ones you put a lot of effort into don't go anywhere. Um, yeah, it's and then, the inspiration strikes ones. Yeah, and then ones that you just like shoot, you know, off the top of your head uh, do well. I think it's some some sort of like collective unconscious. You know, it struck your brain in such a way, and it's going to strike other people's brain. So when those ones where you have to you have to get it out, have to write it down, I think those are the yep. ones that are really uh, that end up on your top three list. So it were. Yep. Okay, I've got the stats on the pilot one. That's for the button. <laughs> let's one. let's um, bring it up. It, bring up the stats. It was it was August tenth, twenty fourteen. Hello. At, hold up. Hold up. It was what? August tenth, twenty fourteen. August tenth. You said the magic date. That's my birthday. Oh, happy <laughs> birthday, <laughs> Steven. This tweet is a gift to me. Right. Okay. Continue on. Uh, at ten oh eight p.m. Yeah, great time. In eighteen seconds. I was born uh, four o'clock. Around four o'clock, so at four twenty, near four twenty, I think four sixteen is the official time. Uh, I'm with. Just missed it. Just missed it. So, what are the stats? Oh, the stats. Oh, I thought you were bringing up the stats. Oh, the time, just the timestamp. Oh, the timestamp. Okay, go. I thought we were talking about the uh, the action that it got. <clears throat> anyway, oh, the number of likes. I will. I will come back to it. <laughs> yeah, we'll come back. All right. So I, now I we get, it away. get into this last tweet uh, of yours that you've sent. Um, it's another quick, heavy hitter. Um, kind of reminds me of like one of mine, just like nice and short. Uh, and it goes, I like a day. You never really forget how to misquote sayings. It's like buying a bicycle. <laughs> <laughs> like buying a bicycle, but it's not a saying. I love it. I love. I just imagine how angry this must this might make people, and that <laughs> pleases that alone pleases me. That's what you're going for to make people angry. Exactly. <laughs> well, as, as we'll as we'll find out in a couple minutes here. Okay. So then I asked you to submit some tweets from other people who you love and admire on Twitter. Um, so your first tweet is from big Twitter account at David Eight Hughes. David Hughes. And yes. this is one of those all-time classics. Um, I think Jess and I talked about the clenches fist uh, scenario, <laughs> the clenches fist sort of trope um, on Twitter. And I think this is the the birth of that, right? It's got to be. It has to be. I, I hadn't seen anything before, and it just it just cracked me up, and it does every single time I see it. Um, okay. Then, okay. Am I reading it? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. So the, this is the... This one of the scene setup ones where some of the stuff isn't spoken. It's in uh, brackets, um, and it's sees girl reading Catcher in the Rye. Ah, oh, I love that book. The way he just clenches fist, catches all that freaking rye. <laughs> the clenches fist. I, yeah, just, it's one of those tweets where you, it's hard to read because there's <laughs> some stage direction. But when you read it, the clenches fist really does it. So awesome. So good, good pick. All right, good pick. Um, next tweet from Kyle McDowell, eighty-six. <laughs> um, and this is another one of the scene. They're all scene setup ones. So this is wakes up with a hangover. Ugh, what happened last night? Carrot top in bed beside me. Good morning, me. Carrot top, my love. What happened? 
<laughs> it's just one of the best twists. You know, you never see it coming. It just it's throws like, oh, me. It what happened last th- night? And then Carrot Top's oh. in bed with you. But that's not the. That's not what happened. That's not the, that's not the, the alarming weird. part. Yeah. It was just. It's brilliant. Love that one. So shoutouts to Rad Kyle. Great work. Yep. Nice job, Comic Dowl. Um, less cat food eating, more making these tweets, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, great. And so your final tweet that you picked was from a friend of ours, Dan O'Brien, at other Dan yes. O'Brien on Twitter. The um, other Dan O'Brien, yep. Okay. Testing cat human translator, scientist. Cat, what's your name? Cat, I am Kang the Destroyer, owner. It's not working. His name is Socks. <laughs> Another Just... <laughs> classic one. Dan, yeah. you did it again, Dan. Dan always does it. Dan's great. So, yeah, follow those guys. They're obviously some of the top tweeters going out now. All right. So, we did okay. It. All right. Now, the next part is the Twitter questions. We've asked uh, our friends on Twitter to submit questions. And boy, did Twitter come out strong to support Professor Hinckley's appearance on the show. So let's start flying through these. Our first question comes from our good pal, Timmy, at the Timmy Toes. Thanks for your question, Timmy. Question. What's the worst physical injury you've had? Oh, man. Did, wow, I didn't even see this one. Um, I'm unprepared for any of these, so this is just... That's you perfect. Get what you get. Yeah. Um, okay, the worst... I haven't had a lot of physical injuries. Um, man, nothing really major ever. I, I put my hand through a window one time. My brother locked me out, and I was beaten on the door, and it was one, one of the doors with a pane of glass in it, and I ended up punching right through it accidentally, and it cut my wrist, but I didn't even need stitches. Okay. Um, so that's, it, it's, all, yeah. it's all minor stuff. Another, like, the 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 most pain in the ass injury I've ever had is, um, is Achilles tendonitis. I'm a runner. Ooh, yeah. That sounds bad. And, uh, and pre- prepping for a race, I got tendonitis and I, I really wanted to run the race. So I couldn't like take time off and rehab it. And that was kind of a, kind of a challenge, but in the scheme of things, those are super minor injuries. Yeah. Pretty minor. So yeah. Consider yourself lucky. You've gotten away from serious physical harm. Yeah, watching out tomorrow. Uh-oh, I jinxed it. Wait, let's knock. Everyone I'm just going to get fucked up, and we're going to have to do a repeat of the podcast so I can re-answer the question. Yeah, well, tune in for that, folks. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, Timmy, also, I asked also for some advice if people wanted to ask your advice because you're um, incredibly knowledgeable. You are a professor. Um, so the advice that Timmy wants to know is, should I train to draw a perfect circle freehand? Um, okay. This one I did see, yes. and my my response is, you're an engineer. You should already know how to do that. Ooh, shots fired, engineer. Shots fired, man. Come on. He gave me – okay, this guy is a structural engineer, <laughs> gave me advice on oh, home shit. repair, pretty, pretty major heavy-duty home repair, and he doesn't know how to draw a circle. No, a perfect circle. Uh, well. Can you even do that? I only want the best giving me home repair advice. Well, there you go, Timmy. Your questions have been answered. <laughs> from, <laughs> moving on. So uh, our next question comes from our good friend, Annie Bean, at Nada Beanie. <laughs> and she went deep, but we'll get into her, we'll get into her follow-up questions later. So this is her, her top-level questions. 
Um, some of your, some of the questions here. Does he actually floss? What is his favorite kind of floss and why? What is his relationship like with his dentist? <laughs> um, I have kind of a standoffish relationship with my dentist right now because my my main dentist, his daughter went through dental school and just recently graduated and she's practicing there now too. Mm-mm. I see where this and, is going. And they've, they've given me conflicting recommendations and it kind of kind of pissed me off other than oh and there was a weird so there's a true to life tweet in there about floss where she asked me if I was how flossing was going and I said fine and she just looked at me like I fucking know better (laughs) (laughs) she just she didn't even say anything she just kept looking at me well just and I yep I knew I was busted busted by the dentist but what's but what's she gonna do yeah I mean I guess that's just the stairs that's basically all she got. It was it was it was awkward because it was the um it was the dentist and the hygienist just both looked at me like we know better. What are you trying to pull, dude? Yeah. Like no one believes you. <laughs> no. <laughs> I was in your mouth. I I know. <laughs> yeah. Uh okay. Well, there you go, Beanie. Uh hopefully that answers your questions. Um, so next question from our first episode's guest at Jess. Okay, fine. Hey Jess. The, her question is very simple. (laughs) Why? Okay. Why? (laughs) Um, that's a heavy question. Um, I guess, I guess my response would be why not? Oh, I thought, I thought you were going to go because, but why not also is a very good answer to that question. Yeah, so like a little, we're getting a little like, uh, um, if you ever played tennis, a little volley action going here. Yes. You're like John McEnroe up in here. Yep, I'm just screaming at somebody, belligerent. <laughs> yep. Um, okay, so I think we've already touched on the floss thing, and there was more floss questions. Do you want to talk about the floss thing before we get into these extra questions? The floss thing. Oh. I would like to talk about it. Is there any chance that we could that we could follow up tomorrow? You just want to talk about the floss thing tomorrow? Yes, if you don't mind. Not a problem. I will at the same time, same place. Just give me a call and we'll knock it out. Okay, so tune in, everybody, tomorrow, and we'll get the answers uh, from Travis about the floss thing tomorrow. That's perfect. That's correct? Tomorrow's a good day for me. All right. I'll, I'll hold you to that. <laughs> um okay so a good toilet at toilet mike on twitter asks i request that you make travis floss live and obviously (laughs) i am not not gonna do that so i think we know where that's oh mike i love mike we 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 met in person and i he's a really good guy the toilet you met him i met the toilet and he's he's actually not he's only figuratively a toilet um he's he's great I like him a lot. Well, there you go. Shout out to Toilet Mike. Everyone give him a look on Twitter. <clears throat> um, another question about floss from at Met2Art. <clears throat> when is the best time to floss? I think we all, he's setting you up here. Question is, when, uh, when is the best office, time to floss? Well, well my, I, I mean, it's personal preference, really, but my favorite time is tomorrow. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. <laughs> you got to tune into this podcast to get jokes like that set up from Twitter days ago. Punchline <laughs> right now to be released in the future. <laughs> Everyone. 
Thank you for listening. <laughs> okay. All right. So now that we've asked, asked all the questions, we're going to get into it. Um, I said that Beanie had another question, and it's going to sort of lead us into a bit of a story, a bit of a tale. So here's the question from Beanie. It's more of like a, yeah, it's a statement than a question. So Beanie says, two days ago, I woke up in a DM room called the Red Army. Someone <laughs> mentioned uh, the real Eatwood and Druk with three U's uh, was there. What happened to me? Because this was your doing, right? This was, yeah, this was my doing. <laughs> okay, well, that was the question? That was a question. What happened to Beanie when she woke up in a DM room? Okay. So something, this actually I have to give a shout out to um, to uh, Corey, who's at Corn on the Goblin. Shout out to Corey at Corn on the Goblin. Yep. He he did something a couple years ago that was just hilarious. He put everybody, I don't know everybody, but he put a lot of people into a list. Be, okay, so whether somebody follows you or not, if you put them on a list, they get a notification, right? Yes. It's a good way. Some people use it to get people's attention. Um, not so prevalent anymore, but he did this thing one time where he put a, a ton of people on this list that was called Can Dunk On. <laughs> And, and everybody, it just, it caused this most hilarious uproar of people like, no, fuck you. I can dunk <laughs> on you that that'll never happen. And it was just, it was a lot of fun, right? Yeah. So fast forward, I, I've had this, um, this idea of kind of, you know, kind of similar situation, just randomly putting people on a list and, and see what happens. Right. Um, there was one time where I put a bunch of people on a list called on probation and <laughs> it was, I got a great response from it. It was a lot of fun. So this time I thought, I do well, believe put, I, I got put on that list as well. I was on, probation. you got put, well, I, I think you might still be on probation. What? <laughs> you're, you're one tweet away, Steven. Uh... Always. So this time I thought, well, let me, let me go one step further and I'll put people on different lists and I'll make it sort of like a competitive thing and just see what happens. And that is the, as far as my plan went. I, I was going to put people on two lists and last minute I put people on three lists and I took all my followers and I put them on one of three lists called red team, green team or blue team. And that was going to be the joke. Shout and out it to blue gonna, team. Shout out to blue team. <laughs> the blue. Okay. The okay. Well, if yeah. Okay. I'm just saying I'm a blue team member myself. So. All right. I gotta. I gotta represent. So. You gotta represent. Yeah. Well, you know the uh, the red team won. Well, I mean, it's it's just like your opinion. <laughs> it, <laughs> it's okay. Yeah, math is just whatever. Okay. So. <laughs> okay. So. I did that and it was late at night and nobody was up, even up except for me. I was supposed to be doing my taxes, but this is what I was doing instead. Did all the red team, blue team, green team business. And then the next day I got a, a weird response. Some people were hilarious. Like I got a lot, a strange amount of messages asking who somebody needed to kill. Uh -oh. People just were like, Hey, I got put on this, this team. Who do I kill? What do I do? And which was kind of interesting, but I got a lot of responses for like genuine. Okay. What team, who, who else is on my team? What are the rules? What's the thing about, 
And um, it wasn't kind of going in the oh ha ha Travis is being an idiot direction. It was going in the you're mobilizing you know, folks. Yeah. People and then were, I thought, yeah, okay, well, numbers. People are like, you're number eight. All right. <laughs> people are getting together. Yes. Yeah. And so I said, okay, I'm I'm really gonna mess with them, and I'm gonna ask for a committee of five people and three <laughs> alternates by noon Pacific time. <laughs> so you just this tweeted like, that. You just you tweeted this in like a thread, right? Yeah, and I just made that up, right? And I'm like, okay. And each team did it. Yeah. And so now I'm really in trouble because I have no plan. That wasn't even in the plan. I was just going to make a joke and put people on a on list. The list so was here the I am, joke, and you know, now, now knee deep. Yeah. And, um, and somebody, so um, I don't know her exact handle, but I got to pull it up and give her credit for this because she really helped. Claire Downs is her name. Ah, Claire C. Downs. Claire C. Downs? I believe that's her handle. Okay. I am horrible with handles. Yes, Claire C. Downs. She is so cool, and I love – she's got um, she's got more than one show, but the show she was on was called These People. It was great. She messages me and, and was asking about it, and I just said, you know, it's just me being an idiot like normal. What else is new? Blah, blah, blah. And then, um, and then after I formed these committees um, – I think I was, I forget the sequence of events, but I was chatting with her and she said, well, you should do a contest where people write stories in a thread. And I said, great, I needed something like that. So I took that idea, communicated to all the teams that and it was a good thing that I had set up the committees because I put <laughs> over 200 people on each list and there's no way wow. I could, I could message that many people. So what I did was I said, okay, let's do that. Let's do the, the contest. Um, and what we did was each team – so the committee thing ended up being a good idea because I could get in a message room with each committee. And then I could tell them and then they could reach out to anybody else on the list and involve them in the in the contest. So it made my sort of communication a lot easier. Um, and I said, okay, here's what we're going to do. You guys are going to write a thread, involve as many people as you can from the team that I put you on. You can, Here's where you can find the team list. Um, and – I started each team off with a keyword that they had to use in their story and then um, and then a 24-hour time limit. And so from there, it kind of – then it really started to gel and I – and then I had to pick – I wasn't going to judge unilaterally because that can kind of cause trouble sometimes. So what I did was I, I put together a, um, a, a judging panel and some people were nice enough to um, – to join me on that judging, not join me. I didn't vote. I didn't even take a vote. Um, the judging panel was okay. So the group chat for the judging panel was called Ridicu Challenge 2017. So that's the unofficial title of this uh, project. Yes, <clears throat> yes, and I believe that was put together by, um, let's see, the real Eatwood. Damn. Um, yes, guest and friend of the show. R E W. Yes. And I think he he came up with the name, which was great. And um, they really helped me with this. They helped judge. They voted. So the people that were on the, the committee, I got, I have to give them shout outs. It's the really wood. Um, the business uh, who is at too many toes. Shout out. Uh, Todd Poppy Carlos at the Todd Williams. Um, and we already have a female is her current name. It's at Claire C. Downs. 
Yay, Claire C. Downs. Thank you for yes. figuring that out. It seems like Claire really kicked the the project into the next gear when you needed, she, needed help. Yep, she did, and then she was all the way through. I mean, she was on the on the um, on the judging panel, so it was a, it was it was great. Um, uh, and I got I have to give a demerit um, to whichever team. <laughs> He is on because Sean at Sean Dunn seventy six was supposed to be a judge, and um, decided he wanted to compete instead. Oh, I don't know about that. Yeah, conflict. Yeah, of well, I had to I had to excuse him from his duties. <laughs> yes, so that he could compete, but I, I wasn't happy about any of it. Mm, yes. Well, I mean, well deserved demerit. But did he even was his team? He wasn't on blue team. I don't think. I'm going to try to find that out. It's going to take me too long to find that out. No, no, that's okay. I'm pretty sure he wasn't on blue team. I'm just wondering if he was on the winning team. I mean, then it probably might have been worth it. You know, he left the judges to to be glorious in victory. Exactly. I mean, okay. Yeah, shout out to Sean Dunn. Just, uh, yeah, follow your dreams. Follow your dreams. You know what? And it ended up being a lot of fun. It was It was really stressful and weird for me because I... I didn't have time for any of it. You didn't mean um, for it to become what it did. I I didn't, but it ended up being fun. And the people that did participate really got into it and made it a lot of fun for me. So I got to just hand it to the people who did jump in. Yeah, and shout out to all the people in Team Blue. Again, um, there was some uh, real fun DMs going on with all my pals in Team Blue. Uh, met some new people. Uh, do you know Nick, one trick to funny? Uh, I think he was um, taking charge of a lot of the blue chat. And we had Nate Chartier. We had Blood Orphan. A lot of good folks in the on the blue squad. Such fun from everybody. Yeah, the, there was the green team had a lot of fun. Every team had a great group chat. Um, and I was happy that I was in the group chats and just kind of witnessed all of it. Kind of, I kind of roused him and got him going a couple times. But it was it was a really fun experience when it comes down to it. Hey, that's great. And shout out to Corey for kind of inspiring that whole thing, right? Yeah, that was great. Um, <laughs> that, it's a neat idea. Some You got to think it through would be my advice for anybody <laughs> wanting to try this. Yeah, don't just add everybody in, onto a list. without. A and then go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, I think that uh, just about wraps it up for the show. Um, Travis, do you have any closing thoughts or uh, any other shout-outs? We've given a lot of shout-outs today, but if you have any other last-minute shout-outs to give or anything else you'd like to add, now is the time. Um, you know, just just the my homies that I spend a lot of time with. I've called you homie several times now. I guess I didn't – I guess I'm going to have to admit that that's my thing is calling people homie. Mm. Uh, it, I'm I'm using it suspiciously frequently. Yeah, you might want to, you know, keep that in check. Yep, yeah, yeah, yeah. Noted, noted. I'll write that down. <laughs> okay. Um, so okay. Sh- shout out to all the homies. Obviously, at Skinner Steven, you're great. I love getting to know you and hanging out with you on Twitter. Um, it. Uh, good luck with the podcast. Thanks for having me on. Um, Thank you, Travis. Yeah, no problem. Um, the Todd Williams, obviously, we haven't said his name once, so <laughs> it's worth mentioning him here. Uh, at Jess OK Fine, obviously, Jess, one of your former guests, is one of my friends on Twitter. Um, 
And somebody we haven't spent a lot of time on, but who deserves more is at the Timmy Toes. Oh, um, nice. Our friend, our good friend Timmy. And good I wanted to mention RIP Wing Beans. I missed that handle. Yeah. Um, you know, but he's still here and it's it's great hanging out. And then obviously, who you can't say enough about Sicily. Too many toes. Yeah, and then Don, Dong Future. I don't see a lot from him, but uh, shout out to Dong. Yeah, and follow um, Beans Memes. Is that? Oh yeah, Beans Memes. That's beans is he me- uh, Does he do that? Is it that was, what he's doing these days instead I, of hanging out? Uh, yeah, he's not hanging out as much anymore. But I mean, shout out to Dong Future and everyone. Go follow Beans Memes. Beans you- Memes. Yeah, forty thousand followers. He's doing pretty well. Yeah, it's a cool account. Uh, that character is from. A show that Beans character, and he photoshops the the face onto everything, and it's hilarious. So go check that out. It is pretty good. And is that it? You did it. I think we did it. I think we did it. That's the uh, yeah. Thank you, Travis. Thanks for coming out. Um, that's the end of episode three. And now I will play the podcast theme to end the show. All right. Thanks for having me on, Stephen. Thanks, Travis. Um, Catch you on the internet. Absolutely. See you in the DM rooms. Yeah. And don't forget to floss. (laughs) Tomorrow. (laughs) That's perfect. Thanks, Trav. Sure.